Blog Talk Radio. Finally, man, after all these technical difficulties and all this BS that I had to go through, this is what happens when you do not have a studio that you can go to in a sponsor. But man, check it out. It's been a minute. Finally, finally, I'm back doing what I should have been doing a long time ago, which is sticking to my routine. But you know what? Sometimes you just get a little bit of that spotlight. And it just shines way too damn bright, man. And you lose focus of what really matters. You know what? So check it out, man. If you guys don't already know, with that being said, I am Jose V. And this is the Vegas Sports Daily Podcast. I just want to say good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining me. I duly appreciate it. If you are listening to me live right now, thank you. I know you could be doing something else, but you decided to listen in. So trust me, guys. I truly, truly appreciate that. And for all of those of you that I know possibly you're going to listen to this on a recorded podcast later down the road, I appreciate your support as well, because trust me, all support is welcome, and I want it all. Not going to complain. 
So check it out. It's been a while since I did a podcast. But not only that, it's been a while since I did a podcast the way that I used to do it when I first started doing sports and media. Now, with that, be, with that being said, there's a lot of people that are telling me that I got to continue to do my podcast and all that. But I'm going to try it out. I got to do it. I'm going to try it. Got to do it my way and see how it works out. For those of you that do know me, then you do know that I've been on Out of Line on Fox Sports Radio with Brian Feldman on Sunday mornings. Just for a little bit, I did that. Brian's been a big help for me in this media career that I've been starting here and what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to accomplish. And uh, because of him, I get credentials to a lot of places. And I've met a lot of people, so I'm, I'm very grateful to have someone like him in my life and to be helping me out as well. Not only that, if you guys do know, I had my own show on KSHP Radio, 1400 AM, for about six months. It was cool, man. Learned a lot of things. Got to interview Eric Winalda. Um, had uh, some of the lights players in there, Camden Perry, up-and-coming kid there as well. Also got to interview Fernando Vargas, ex-boxing legend as well. Not only that, man, I've jumped on a few shows with Quan as well on Gorilla Cross Radio. Big shout-out to Quan, man. If you guys have not checked out Gorilla Cross Radio, go download the app now in the app store. Make sure you check it out. And trust me, a lot of good shows on there, a lot of good content. Want to check it out now. It's something different. It's not your regular, typical, commercialized radio stuff. So trust me, you'll like it. Not only that, I jumped on with Girl Chat Sports as well. A couple times, they're always showing me love. So you know damn well I'm going to show them love too as well because I do appreciate them. To now working with Mike Dixon on Vegas Sports Daily. If you guys saw my first little report that I did for the UNLV game when they played Purdue-Fort Wayne, got to ask the coach a question there and got that article up. So if you haven't checked it out, go to VegasSportsDaily.com and check that out as well. Not only that, the next step in this podcast for me, hopefully, is getting that sponsor and getting my ass back in the studio. I know Quan keeps bugging me about it, and I know you're probably listening right now. Trust me, man, I'm working on it, and that's the next step. We're going to get that sponsor, and trust me, I'm going to get back in the studio for sure because that's what I really want to do, and that's where I really want to be back at. But with all of that being said, I have come to realize that since I've been doing this sports media thing that there's always going to be snakes that are out there but there's also a lot of good people that are out there to help you out as well. I've also realized that you can't not, and I, I stress this, man, you cannot second guess your work or none of your content. You need to be confident about what you do and how you do it. Don't care about what anybody else says or what anybody else thinks. That was one of my biggest problems. I always thought, man, I suck. Man, I'm not good. Man, am I really that great? Man, are people talking behind my back? But you, 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 can't, you can't think that way, man. Now, look, a good friend of mine in the media, I asked him about my, like, what do you think? You know, what are your thoughts about my work and everything else? And he goes, Jose, if people are giving you credentials, then what does that mean? That means that you're doing something right. They must like your work because if they don't like your work, there's no way in hell that you would be here right now. <sighs> so I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing, and do it the way that I want to do it. Trust me. Now, look, I know that the media landscape is changing, and trust me, I'm going to run with it. And I don't want to be the same commercialized sports media podcast that everyone else is doing. Just like I said in the past, man, I want to be different, and I think it's time for me to be different. Once again, I am Jose V, and this is the Vegas Sports Daily Podcast. We don't have a name for it yet. The reason we're saying the Vegas Sports Daily podcast is because I am working with Mike Dixon in Vegas Sports Daily. So Mike was, you know, uh, very nice enough and, you know, allowed me and gracious enough to allow me to use that name. 
I do not own, nor will I say that anything that I have to do goes with Vegas Sports Daily. My thoughts are my own, but I am working with Mike now, and we are doing that. With that being said, man, the first thing that I want to get into real quick, because I'm going to do this quick tonight. The way that I'm going to do this podcast, I'm basically going to talk about a couple of events here that happened that I think are pretty huge and give you guys my opinions and my thoughts. And if you like it, cool. If you don't, hey, that's what I'm on here for is to speak my mind and tell you what I want to tell you and give you my thoughts. Now, one thing that I do have to make perfectly clear, there's been a lot of confusion with me in the media. I'm sorry, with the social media. Let me get that correct. And what I mean by that is that my posts get to, they, they seem to get taken in the wrong context. Now, people, when I am posting something, whether it's about the Golden Knights or whether it's about an NBA team, I'm giving my opinion. Remember that. I am giving my opinion. I'm not a mind reader. I'm not Miss Cleo. I don't have a crystal ball, so I cannot predict the future. That's what sports media is about. If you don't follow sports media and you have not been following sports media for a while, then maybe it's time that you do a little more knowledge. Stephen A. Smith, Will Kane, the list goes on and on. These are guys that people don't like, but yet their ratings are huge. Stephen A. just signed possibly one of the biggest contracts ever with ESPN. He ain't going nowhere. Will Kane, I used to despise that guy, hated him. But then I've come to realize, why do I hate these guys? These guys are good. They're great at their craft. If they make you hate them, haters are good. That's what you want. These guys have that. So people talk about them. These guys don't know it all. They give their opinion based off of what they see and what they think can happen. If they get it right, then that means that their opinion was right. That's why I decided to jump in and do this. So let me get this 100% perfectly clear. If you're on social media and you follow me and I upset you because some of my tweets aren't what you want to hear or what you want to read and, and see, then I'm sorry. Go follow someone else. Go read someone else's stuff and leave me alone and don't worry about mine. Simple. It's not that hard. It's really go on there. And all you got to do is, um, oh, here we go, unfollow. It's simple. It's easy. It's not that hard. One less person following me or not following me is not going to hurt me. Listen, people, I want you guys to go against me because that's good for me. And that's good for you, too, because you guys get to let something off of your chest, man. And you get to just have a real sports talk conversation. That's what I want. I want to have a real sports talk conversation with you as if you're hanging out with me right here, as if we're just chilling in my living room talking and saying, hey, you know what? Nah, the Niners this. Or, hey, you know what? The Giants that. Or, you know what? The Yankees this. Or the Lakers are this. Cool. That's your opinion, and I'm going to give you mine. And we're going to butt heads, and we're going to go back and forth. But that's what makes sports so beautiful, the fact that we can agree to disagree. Trust me, I'm not a fan of every team of every sport. I got haters and I dislike other teams. I don't hate teams. Let me get that real. When I was a kid, I said, hate, hate's a harsh word. You can't really use that word. Let's be real. Really hate these teams. You, you know, they're not your team. Like some people say, well, we did great. Or we had that. I had no idea that, you know, you, you had any money invested in the team or, or you ran the team, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and jump into what happened today. And, the Evansville-Kentucky game, man. If you guys check that out, number one, Kentucky 
just and then AP the AP polls just came out today, I believe as well, and they were ranked number one after Michigan State came down from number one. But not only that, number one Kentucky loses at Rump Arena to an unranked Evansville team. Evansville, remember that name, okay? Now not only that, it's the first time that an AP number one Kentucky team has ever lost a home game to an unranked non-conference opponent. Before that, they were 39-0. and 0. That's just insane. And it's Evanville's first road win over an AP-ranked team in their program's history. They're the first D1 men's program to have its first road win ever over an AP-ranked number one opponent. The only other three teams to do that prior to them was the 54-55 Georgia team, which also, as funny as it is, beat the number one Kentucky team for their first ever road win over a ranked team. The 80-81 Old Dominion team won over the number one DePaul team at the time. And the 81-82 Nebraska team beat the number one Missouri team at that time. Now, over the last 20 seasons, the Missouri Valley Conference or the Valley, I think, as they like to call it, is four and three versus AP number one teams. If you did not know that, that is the best such record posted by any conference over this span. Now, this is all, of course, coming from ESPN Stats and Info, but that's pretty cool, man. That's what I – here's the thing. A lot of people are saying, oh, my God, this is a bad loss for Kentucky. Oh, my God, it's not good. Oh, this is not going to – this is going to hurt them. Okay, they're probably going to dip out of number one. I, I, I can probably see that happening when the new rankings come out. Of course, you lose to a number, you lose to an unranked team that possibly no one's thinking is going to do anything or even make any type of noise in NCAA basketball this season. But it's only one game, and that's what makes college sports so great, man, that you have these kids that are out there that are grinding their ass off and trying to make that one paycheck. They're trying to make it to the big time. Not all these kids are going to make it, but that's why I personally love college sports. For moments like this, for moments like what happened tonight for number one Kentucky, for Evansville, even if they do nothing for the rest of the year, this is going to be a game that these kids from Evansville will never forget. They can lose every single game for the rest of the season. I don't care what anyone says. There's no way in hell that you're going to take that away from these kids. There's no way in hell that these kids are going to forget that one game. This was their NCAA Final Four championship moment, if you think about it. That's just my opinion, though. Remember, it's my opinion. It's not my fact or it's not facts. So don't get wrong, man. Don't get mad about it. Once again, I know it's a kooky number. I'm doing this from an internet podcast website today. Thanks to blogtalkradio.com. If you guys want to call in, it's not a local number, but you can still give me a call because I am doing this podcast live. We're code 515-602-9767. Go ahead and give us a call. If you want to talk, give me your emotional outbursts, or maybe you have some thoughts or something you want to say about that game. Maybe you think that it is going to affect Kentucky moving forward. Maybe you don't think that it's going to affect Kentucky moving forward. I really don't care, but I want to know. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, just give me a call and let me know. If you don't want to call me, cool. No big deal. I'm good with that. I'm not tripping. 
The next thing that I'm going to move on to right now is the Seattle Seahawks and the 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers. Now, Quan, I know you're listening out there, man. My buddy Quan from Gorilla Cross Radio, Unnamed Sports Show as well. I told you, man, and I've been saying it all week, and I even said it to my boss. The 49ers haven't played a real team all season long. I know there's going to be a lot of 49er fans out there that are listening. A lot of people that are going to say I'm a hater, but I'm not a hater. I'm a Jets fan. Let me, let me get that 100% clear. I'm a Jets fan. My team is garbage. My team is the biggest dumpster fire in the NFL. It is not the Miami Dolphins. Trust me, the biggest dumpster fire in the National Football League and in professional sports right now is the New York Jets. So there, let me get that out of the way before you try to tag me on Twitter or post something on Facebook saying how bad my team is. With that being said, the 49ers have not beat anybody all year long. Yes, they have an undefeated record. That's cute and all, and I totally get it. But you beat the Bucks, trash, with crab leg Jameis. The Bengals, which I think have one or two wins on the season. The Steelers, which now that's starting to look like a good win. I'm not going to lie to you. That's starting to look like a good win there because of what Mike Tomlin is doing. I, I still don't think that he's coach of the year. There's still a lot left there, so people got to slow down and pump their brakes on that. I don't think that Mike Tomlin is the coach of the year just yet. Now, if we're giving out mid-season awards, okay, for what, what he has to, well, for what he has gone through with not having – your main man and Big Ben Roethlisberger, and you have to come in with Mason Rudolph, and there's no chemistry really between him and Juju, and then Le'Veon is gone. You got the headache, which, yes, I'm saying the headache finally, of Antonio Brown is also gone. So you got to get chemistry going back in there. So what the Steelers are doing, I got to give them credit. I had them this past weekend. I did take them plus four and a half against the Rams. Nobody believed me. Trust me, when all the money's being bet on one side, you want to go with the books. That's why I took the Steelers. But going back to the Niners, okay, that's one good win. You beat the Browns, trash. You beat the Rams, trash. You beat the Redskins, absolute trash. The Panthers had a cute little run with Kyle Allen there. They're not a great team, though. They just have a great player in Ed, and Christian McCaffrey. That's pretty much it. The Cardinals, basura. And you guys barely beat them 28-25, to 25, which you should have annihilated the Cardinals, let's be real. And then when you finally play a team with a great winning record, okay? And, and, and this is what I mean by great, because you guys are going to say, oh, well, who did the Seahawks play, right? Let's see. The Seahawks lost to the Saints, but they played the Saints. The Seahawks beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. They beat the Bengals. Trash, I get it. They beat the Cardinals. Trash, I get it. They beat the Rams. Trash, I get it. They beat the Browns. Trash, I get it. They lost to the Ravens at home. They beat the Falcons trash. Had to come back and beat the Bucks trash. But then they beat you guys. And here's the thing. The record doesn't look as great. I get that. But they're undefeated on the road. This was the biggest test for the 49ers to see if you can beat a team in your conference, in your division, that's going to give you a headache moving forward with someone that everyone is saying right now is the MVP candidate of the NFL midway through the season in Russell Wilson, you had your first real test. Now, don't give me the excuses that I hear out there that they were playing without three of their best players because their tight end was out and, and these other guys. I don't want to hear any excuses. A loss is a loss. Your field goal kicker, 
decided to go wide, wide, wide and didn't realize where the field goal posts were that night. But you got to admit, man, overall, great game. The way it went into overtime, you got to give it up to the Niners, the way they drove downfield with Jimmy Garoppolo to get that final field goal to tie it up and go to overtime. But it's okay to lose one game. This is what I need 49er fans to understand. Remember the last team that went undefeated in the regular season before the Super Bowl? The New England Patriots. When they finally had that one game, that one team that was ready to play them, that had already played them more than once. I'm sorry, had played them once earlier in the season, a couple weeks prior to that. They knew how to play them. And what happened? The streak is what killed them. As a 49er fan, you should be happy that you lost to these guys. Now go out there at the end of, the, at, at the end of December on the 29th and go into Seattle and beat Seattle. Avenge that loss, 49ers. Avenge that loss, Frisco. Show everybody the type of team you are. Now you guys got the Cardinals coming up at home, which you should win. You got the Packers, which just got flexed out to a Sunday night game at home. Which I'm not going to say you're going to win, but that's going to be a great game to watch. I'm not going to pick a side there. Then you go on the road to the Ravens. I'm sorry, I'm chalking that up as a loss. There's no way you guys are going to stop that Ravens offense. Especially not with what Lamar Jackson is doing, which in my opinion right now, he's the leading MVP candidate. Then you're going to go on the road again and play the New Orleans Saints, which now have Drew Brees. Even though, yes, I know they got smacked against the one-win Falcons on Sunday. But it's an it's a interconference game for them, division game. So anything can happen there. I'm not surprised. But then you guys play the Falcons, which should be a win at home. Then you play the garbage Rams back at home. And then you go and you end up playing the Seahawks to end it out. I can see you guys being the number one overall seed, and I've said it earlier in the season. It's going to be, and I think it should be, a San Francisco 49er, New England Patriots Super Bowl. Think about it. The storyline is made for it. Jimmy Garoppolo versus his old head coach versus his old uh, mentor. And as much as you I – mean, here's the thing. Tom Brady is three field goals away, three Adam Vinatieri field goals away, misses from not being a Super Bowl champ. Remember that, guys. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a Patriot fan, a Tom Brady fan or not. If you're a football fan, then you know the truth. Adam Vinatieri won them those Super Bowls. So, and what, what I'm trying to get to is that I don't consider him the GOAT just yet. Okay, but think about it. Jimmy Garoppolo playing up against what most people call quite possibly the GOAT. Not only that, the two number one deep, two, the two best defenses in the NFL right now. Now, some say, ah, it'll probably be a boring Super Bowl defense. Well, you know what? To me, a defensive Super Bowl is not boring. I love seeing guys get sacked, tackled, hit. Some nasty, gritty, dirty football, but good dirty. That's what I mean. Not dirty, dirty, clean, dirty. What the NFL likes to call clean, I guess. 
hitting people between their legs and their knees, going low. But anyways, great win by Seattle. Love what they did there. Russell Wilson, man, 24 of 34, 232 yards, a touchdown and interception. The defenses were lights out too, though, man. They sacked him five times for 43 yards. Garoppolo got sacked five times as well for 33 yards. So, I mean, it was, it was just it was a defensive battle, but there was a lot of points being scored, and it was a fun game to watch, man. If you guys did not watch it, I highly suggest that you go back in there and watch it. YouTube it. If you have ESPN, you can go on the app and watch it as well. It's not that hard. It's not that hard at all. Just go check it out. But like I said, 49er fans, don't be sour. I still got you guys going to the Super Bowl. My Super Bowl pick is the New Orleans Saints. My Super Bowl picture is looking more like the San Francisco 49ers and the New England Patriots. So don't be scared with this Seattle loss. You guys are going to be fine. I called it. I said you weren't going to win the game, and you didn't. Simple and plain. Take your L's and move on. Now, sticking to a little bit of San Francisco talk, I'm going to briefly get into this real quick. The San Francisco 49ers, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let me, let me, let me backtrack. The San Francisco Giants just went after Gabe Kapler, signed him to make him Bruce Bochy's new replacement. If you guys did not know, that did happen today. And what's funny is that he was just fired from the same job by the Philadelphia Phillies, if you guys didn't know that. Now, Kapler received a three-year contract to replace Bochy, who retired at the end of the following season of 13 years and three championships with the San Francisco 49ers now, and with the Giants. Now, if you guys did follow the Giants and their little run where they 1-1, didn't make it, 1-1, didn't make it, 1-1, that was a great run that they had there overall. Now, I don't know how I feel about it overall. I like Gabe Kapler. I really do. I don't think he got a fair shake when he was in Philly. I mean, he was only there for two years. You didn't really give the guy any time to develop. You didn't really give the guy any time to develop as a manager or even develop the team that you put around him. You spent all that money on Bryce Harper, but yet you only let him go through two seasons. Now, he was 161 and 163 lifetime as a manager so far. If you guys know him, he did bounce around as a player. was never a great, great player overall. I mean, only 82 home runs, batting average of 268, 386 RBIs. So not, nothing crazy, but look, <clears throat> here's my opinion. Here's how I feel about Gabe Kapler, okay? Look, I like Gabe. Don't get me wrong, okay? I, like I said, I, I don't think he got a fair shake in Philly, but look, I look at it this way. If it is a rebuild year for the, for the Giants, like a lot of people are telling me, and a lot of people are saying, why would you bring him in if it's a rebuild year? If that is the truth, and this is a rebuild year, and the organization knows that, then they have to give this guy time. He cannot be a hire that they have to expect to turn this team into a champion once again within two years or something like that because it's not going to happen. You have to give Gabe at least anywhere from four to five years, in my opinion. But, yes, you also monitor those years. You don't want to see playoffs ending bad. You want to see playoffs good. You want to see better winning teams. You want to see a better product on the field 
Not only that, you want to see better fan support. Case in point, if he does all the things I just mentioned, gets a better product out there, creates a brand, a new brand for the San Francisco Giants, then the fan support will definitely be there, and so will his job. Teams need to understand that you can't just hire and fire guys back and forth, hire and fire, hire and fire, back and forth. It's not going to work that way. Let him develop the players that you have. Let him develop the roster that you do have there. Let him bring in the guys that he wants. Give him time. That's all I got to say about that. I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. I think it's a good hire, not a great hire, but you need to give Gabe Kapler time. Time will tell, and time heals all, Giants fans. You guys will be all right. Final thing I want to talk about, got about 15 minutes left, probably not going to kill all those 15. I just want to say again, I am Jose V. This is the Vegas Sports Daily Podcast. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada on this Tuesday evening. It's 11, 11 p.m. If you guys are listening to me on blogtalkradio.com live as we speak, I greatly appreciate you guys. If you're listening to this on a recorded podcast, I appreciate you as well. You can always check out my recorded podcast on blogtalkradio.com. If not, you can also check it out on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. I will be putting them up there. And not only that, if you download the Anchor.fm app in the Android or Apple Store, you can also listen to all my podcasts and interviews that I do there as well. Trying to hit up a few UNLV games this year, man. I like what they're doing with TJ Otzelberger. I know they lost tonight to Cal on the road. Big road test there, but I like the offense. I like what they're doing defensively. It's a completely different team. It's a completely different nucleus. I don't know if, if they per se have an identity yet. I still think it's too soon to tell. I, was, I, I called in Girl Chat Sports the other day and just mentioned what I saw and, and gave my, my thoughts on that. Like I said, I still say give these guys 10 games. Give these guys 10 games and we're going to see the true identity of this team. We're going to see the true force that this team can be. I have faith in TJ Otzelberger. I really do. And I have faith in this team. Not only that, we have guys coming in next season that are transfers like Jenkins that are going to be able to play that are going to give us a lot more inside and outside. But not only that, man, UNOV running Rebel fans, the support has got to be there. The student section, you guys get free tickets. And you get a $5 ticket for your buddy if you want to take somebody. How do, how, how do you not at least fill up your own student section? Now, I know UNOV hasn't been prominent like they were back in the Tarkanian days. I totally get that. But you can't look at the past and hope that it's going to be your present. Focus on what you guys have now as a team, as a program, as a school, and cherish it. Think about it. If you were an athlete and you were out there and you were playing in the arena, can fit 18,000, but yet there's only about 3,000, how is that going to make you feel? I mean, yeah, you're still going to want to play. You're going to want to win. But when the crowd isn't as hyped, and there isn't as many people there. It's not as motivating. It doesn't really motivate people that hard that much. 
Your coach can motivate you and, and do as much as he wants. But at the end of the day, the fan support means a lot more than people think. So I'm just saying, man, if you guys haven't been to a UNLV game since the season started, go check them out, man. Look, they lost today in a thriller in overtime, their second overtime game this season. That's not a bad loss, especially to a Cal team, which now is 2-0. The Rebels had three players in double figures. Michu Long, the point guard, the transfer, has 16 points. Hardy, we already know that name, 16 points as well. And Tillman, Donnie Tillman, man, 17 points. And Bakke Jong, I don't understand, man. He had a big, huge game, 17-17 in the first game, and then just eight points on this one. Tough night, man. And Jonah Antonio, just three for five, and those three for five were just three-pointers. So this kid keeps shooting the three. I mean, three for five is good. He didn't shoot anything else, so I, I, I'll take that. Three points, two assists. No rebounds, so I, I do want to see more from Jonah. I definitely want to see more from him, man. I mean, I, I like what he brings to this team. I like his swagger and his attitude. He just brings something that I just I don't think we've seen at UNLV in a few years here. But a couple more games coming up for UNLV. The next road game, they do play UCLA on Friday night, 8 p.m. game. Make sure you check that out. It'll be on the Pac-12 network. And the UNLV comes back home, man, against Abilene Christian. On Monday night, it's a 7 p.m. tip-off at the Thomas & Mac. That's going to kick off their four-game homestand. After that, they play Texas State on Wednesday night, 7 p.m. tip-off as well. Then they host an undefeated SMU team, which should be a really good team coming in here as well, on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. on the 23rd. And then their final home game before they hit the road again against Cincinnati, their final home game will be Jackson State on Tuesday. Jackson State is trash right now. 0-3 hasn't won a game. 7 p.m. tip-off there. Then the final game of November here will be UNLV at Cincinnati taking on Mick Cronin's old team, the Bearcats. See how that goes off. But go check out UNLV, man, if you guys have not. Trust me, man. You will not be disappointed. The first game of the season, the fans really weren't all there. It wasn't that packed of a crowd. But the fans that were there, I will tell you, they were, they were rowdy. They were loud. They were excited. They were into it. It was an atmosphere that we haven't seen at Thomas and Mac in a while, so I was actually grateful and thankful to see that, man, because it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good, good sign, man. Now, last thing I want to talk about I want to move into real quick is Colin Kaepernick. If you guys did see, he tweeted out earlier today, I'm just getting word from my representatives that the NFL League office reached out to them about a workout in Atlanta on Saturday. I've been in shape and ready for these three years, for this for three years. Can't wait to see the head coaches and GMs on Saturday. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, he's, he's desperate. He's doing it for the money. He needs money. Trust me, guys, he got paid by the NFL. He already got settlement. His kids, kids, kids are good. Plus, he's making money with endorsement deals and all the other things that he's doing. Plus, he's helping the community, man, which is things that people aren't even talking about. I like Colin Kaepernick. I like what he did. I like what he stood for. I don't care what anybody says. That's just my personal opinion. Now, some of the things I know looked a bit, you know, iffy. Well, you know, he did the settlement behind closed doors. Nobody really knows what he got. Hey, he got blackballed. People didn't want to have him back on their team. Don't hate on the guy. He was just trying to make sure that he got some of his back for losing out for what these owners and these, you know, organizations didn't want to do. They didn't want to put him on their team just because he was kneeling and believing what he believed in. 
He had a silent, quiet protest as where other people made it louder than it had to be. So you can't blame him for that. That's all I'm saying about that. Now, I don't know if we'll see Cap this season. And if we do, man, that would be a surprise. Now, if someone does pick him up, I don't see him being a starter this season. I just see him being a backup. I would like to see him picked up by a potential playoff team that doesn't have a solidified backup, if that makes sense. Now, I'm not going to give my take on where I think he's going to go or where he should go or what team should take a chance on this kid. But at the end of the day, get over yourself and get over the protest. If he did it, he did it. If he does it again, he does it again. Who gives a crap about that anymore? I know it's important to him, and I know it's not important to the NFL, but think about it. They had an agreement behind closed doors and a settlement. Do you really think if Colin Kaepernick comes back into the league, he's going to kneel again? I don't see it happening. Some people say they do. I think it would just be completely insane of him to do it. And if he does do it, then he's only doing it to create a show and a spectacle all over again. That's the only reason why he would want to do that. What other reason would be even remotely possible for him in his head to want to kneel again? One last thing I want to say before I get out of here, man. I do appreciate you guys once again. I'll be hopping on with Brian Feldman from time to time on Fox Sports Radio Sunday mornings on Out of Line, 1340 AM, 98.9 FM. Big shout out as well before I let go. Tim Unglesby and Tom Barton of Heat Wave Sports. Friday, uh, Saturday nights, Fox Sports Radio, 1340 AM, 98.9 FM in Las Vegas. They have their show on Saturday nights from 10 p.m. to 12 midnight. And on Sundays from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the morning. Great show, man. Heat Wave Sports, if you have not checked it out, go ahead and check it out now. They have me on there from time to time as well. Cannot complain, man. When you get in love, you get in love. Girl Chat Sports, once again, thank you for always showing love and putting me on your podcast when you get a chance. I do appreciate you ladies, Mo and Mel. Go ahead and check them out if you have not done so already. And uh, last but not least, man, Quan from Gorilla Cross Radio. Since the day that I met this guy, he, he's had my back. He's been pushing me and motivating me to get this sponsor and get this going and continue my podcast. And he's got ideas, and I like his ideas, and, and, and he believes in me, and he believes in some of the stuff that I'm trying to do as well. And, um, you know, good things come to those who wait, and good things come to good people, man. So I appreciate each and every one of you for having my back and helping me out in this media game. Everybody, everybody following me tweeting at me, commenting on my stuff, posting on my stuff. I do appreciate you guys. Just remember, man, whatever you want to do, follow your craft no matter what. Don't give up. Don't give a crap about what anybody else says because at the end of the day, nobody else matters but you and what you believe in. I started doing a podcast from my living room home because my wife dared me to because she said, you talk so much about sports, why don't you do it? And what, that, what has that led to? I've gotten to cover UNLV football. I've gotten to cover UNLV basketball. I've gotten to cover two seasons of the Las Vegas Aces and a playoff run. I've gotten to cover the Las Vegas Lights FC. I got to cover the Golden Knights, their first two seasons, and their first inaugural season. I got to go to playoff games and cover them in the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm sorry, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's just I'm so grateful because I've been on radio shows on Fox Sports. I've had my own show. Thankfully, I can, I can say that. didn't last, but I learned a lot from it. So now I know what to do moving forward. 
but it's fun, man. It's fun. No matter what you guys decide to do in life, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a business, whether it's write a book, whether it's become a babysitter, I don't care what it is. Make sure you do it to the fullest and you don't give up. When you choose something, hold on to it and don't let go and run with it, man, and bust your ass. That's all you can do. Final shout out I want to give out, man, before I head out. Mike Dixon from Vegas Sports Daily. I can't forget about you, man. You've been riding with me since day one since I met you. And now you allow me to jump on your platform and be a part of something special that you're creating out there. Make sure you check out VegasSportsDaily.com. Got boxing, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, college sports, SEMA. I mean, models, everything. Check it out, man. Great website, great content, great stuff. You won't want to miss it. And I got to give a shout-out to Ed Orgeron, man, the Raisin Cajun. Pulling off, which my opinion is not the upset, but pulling off the huge, huge embarrassing embarrassment Alabama and beating him at Alabama. That was great and fun to watch, man. Thank you so much for that. And USC, you know I'm a USC fan. You guys must be kicking yourself in the ass right now for letting this guy go and keeping Helton. I hope you guys get together over there in USC and get the right guy moving forward. Get rid of Helton at the end of the season. He's not who we need. And please do not bring in the piece of garbage that is Urban Meyer. That's all I'm going to say about that. Once again, I am Jose V. And this is a Vegas Sports Daily Podcast. Has been brought to you by blogtalkradio.com and vegasportsdaily.com. I appreciate you guys for listening in. Until next time, see ya.